0: You were driving down the road, you're probably driving the people. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The dog ran out into uh-huh. your path. Yeah. It's the owner's, owners problem. problem yeah, <laughs> it's not your problem. Absolutely, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Ugh. Anyway, but, but <laughs> and <animal> suffering. The <laughs> just can't deal. But with that.
0: that's that's not a great way, but not the best way, but a good <laughs> way to segue into the overclock. Ah, uh, is episode 63 of the overclock podcast. A yeah, driverless um, car wouldn't hit that dog. Oh, it might, what, actually. What? I don't know. If a driverless car...
1: Would um, it have picked
0: it or up I'm in Not time? driverless, I mean, I mean
1: self-driving car. A yeah. self-driving car would have to choose between ramming into the children on the sidewalk and then hitting the dog. Oh pick my dog. goodness, okay. you
0: are trying to trigger me. <laughs> no, okay, sorry, I, have, sorry, I have feelings I have. about the the ethics that we expect of computers no, but, that we make. <laughs> no, but there's, there's a satirical
1: um, take on this with a Mercedes... Mercedes owner driving along in his self driving Mercedes. And um, when the baby carriage kind of rolls into the road, the car has to decide whether to protect the, the future Mercedes customer or the baby <laughs> carriage. It's like, oh, let me protect this future customer yeah. instead. <laughs>
0: I feel you. I'm joined as always. I'm okay. Lindsay Shooters, sharpshooters hmm. on the internet, or on social media, that opinion guy on the internet. I'm joined as always by Gavin Dudley, editor of Tech Magazine, the largest consumer technology publication on shelves. Gavin, how are you doing?
1: Good, thank you, good. We feel like a lot less stressed today than we usually do. Yeah, because
0: yeah, you're off deadline. Yeah, <laughs> oh, goodness. and we don't have a freaking conference going on at the same time. And The QE2 is in... Is in Cape Town. no? Oh, really? Yes, I might go check it out with oh, my kids. Oh, okay. Because they're doing my daughter's doing like diary entries at school, so like yeah, genre writing, and that's cool. one of the diaries that they used as an example was a Titanic oh. survivor. Okay. And so she's obsessed with like cruise ships now. Ooh, so okay. I'm like,
1: but also the Princess Grace or whatever is uh, permanently moored at the waterfront as a hotel and. Oh, okay. And, and, no, and but the
0: QE two, the legendary Queen yes, Elizabeth. Yes, no, no, my second. parents
1: have been on it. Mm. You have rich parents yeah no no no. no. I'll, I'll tell you some other time how they get to go on it multiple times
0: Devin, we mm. have a new escom ceo and pragmatic is your favorite
1: word <laughs> yeah let's unpack Man, that it's just so funny the wife hates it when i listen to talk radio because she just can't bear like the base common denominator for intelligence of people who have to talk on the radio and have to call in and share their insights <laughs> But um, one guy came on and he just he used the word pragmatic and it just stuck with me. And I just thought of all South Africa's problems, if we could apply the word pragmatic yeah. to all of them, so many of them would just become clear. And this was the point with the CEO, oh, he's not an engineer. Oh, he's not this, oh, he's not that. But you just think about it pragmatically, this is someone who's taken like a pay cut from 50 mil a year down to like 8 so mil a year. So he comes year. from NAMPAC, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he
0: sorted NAMPAC out quite yeah, right. Yeah, but also
1: he's worked at Sasol and other yeah. things, you know. And just like Pragmatic, it's like, always oh, he's not black. I'm like, oh, jeez. I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but just add Pragmatic to the equation and then somehow this guy makes sense, you know. Talking um,
0: about Pragmatic, ah, mm. uh, dude, you were at AfricaCon Sorry, <coughs> uh, Africa Con. <laughs> <laughs> Last week. <laughs> actually was
1: a bit of a con. The quality of the presentation was so So, you were talking good. about
0: fourth the forthcoming fourth, coming fourth, oh, industrial, fourth revolution. industrial revolution. There was a oh. lot
1: of focus, not just on the fourth industrial revolution, but also on preparing the workforce for that. How to upskill the workforce and how to reskill the workforce and frankly they just kept saying we must reskill the workforce yes. no one had a freaking yeah. clue how they were going to do because it because
0: we are currently within the fourth industrial revolution yeah yeah
1: yeah and, and no one
0: has a clue yeah no one has a clue everyone's disrupting yeah, yeah yeah so like the, the 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 flip side of that is where the big established brands kind of want to flip the table on the market disruptors uh. so you have a company like Ford, who released the Mustang Ooh, Mach-E electric yes. vehicle um, as their bid to kind of catch Tesla out because yeah. Tesla's launching the Model Y next year, which it's is just their like compact. It's fifth model so far. Yeah, I think, it's their, yeah. their compact SUV. Yeah. There's a meme about um, Elon Musk trying uh-huh. to write the word sexy. So he's had the Model S, he's had the Model uh-huh. 3, he's had the Model well, X, X, and now yeah. he has the Model Y. y okay, <laughs> fine, fine. But that's the same as he had them... Um, big
1: falcon rocket big f, yes yeah big fr and talk the f might stand for something other yes, than falcon yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right um, um
0: yeah so I, I i like the car it's, I mean, it's so using the mustang brand to to push its movies because yeah, I mean, it needed that cash
1: I'm, I'm not much of a car guy but this thing even caught my attention just because everybody knows what a mustang is what a mustang means you know there was a time when mustang was just ordinary kind of consumer car lots of people had them it would be like having a golf or something like that but then they they kind of they beefed it up it became more powerful it became more this more that and so the mustang has a long legacy that a lot of people recognize as something cool and um I'm hoping that they're going to keep the classic body shape to go with it. You've and seen that, it. There's so.
0: the teardrop shape, yeah, yeah. Um, which is the most aerodynamic so right now. It's a compact SUV. It's the first um, Mustang SUV. Oh, it's uh, an, SUV. It's an oh, SUV. I didn't realize
1: that there I was imagining a sedan, kind of like a, a classic <laughs> 60s sedan. But I'm, I think I've, I got a bit sort of sidetracked because there is a company in the UK who is reproducing the classic Mustang, yes. a sort of Steve McQueen style Mustang. All electric. Of course, it costs like 600,000 euros or something. Yeah. Oh, no, um, no, no.
0: This, this, that, this, 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 this is not that. that's a classic Mustang this, done in Europe. This Euro. is a compact SUV yeah, I'm, I'm not showing. Yeah, say,
1: that doesn't have
0: any of the Mustang hallmarks. It does. It, it <laughs> has the three bar headlamps. It has the three bar rear lights, it, it has all the styling cues, it has well, like the, the shortened
1: <clears throat> off I guess the point is nose. it's a recognized brand, Ford's going all in on this, they're going to market in a really short timeline that this will be available next year, it'll be a yeah. serious addition to the electric car market and it'll come in lots of variants which is what interests Yeah, so me. you have
0: the GT <clears throat> variant which will come later which has the high powered um, twin electric motors, mm. one on each axle, all wheel drive, uh, it's launching with a base model, Uh, I forget what it is called, but the launch price is like around the $40,000 mark, which is bang on against like mid-range Tesla Model 3. So the interesting thing is Ford's been developing the electric um, car car platform for four years, then Tesla launched the Model 3, and then within two years they managed to bring this product to market. Which is amazing and it hits all the beats it has the range it has the power output it has the looks it has the brand cache i think it will work well and they're bringing in all the smart stuff so they're loading up all the sensors and stuff then you can just buy access to like the Mm. autonomous driving or that sort of thing there are sensors that monitor the driver all coming into playing with Ford's new SYNC 4 system which is okay. fully HTML5 yeah I think it, I think it's going to do well. how much does a Tesla Model 3 cost uh, a in mid- the US uh, it starts at 32 grand mm, yeah. okay so yeah, the Tesla so Model
1: 3 is still substantially cheaper than this model but this model wasn't aiming to be the cheapest obviously yeah, yeah so the the, mm. the,
0: the the target price right now for like a mass production car mm. electric car is 26 grand that's where most people think oh, where market.
1: they think things go truly mass market yeah so, so.
0: BMW uh, Volkswagen is targeting that with the ID Three, which mm. is currently running off production lines in China mm. for early next year launch in Europe. Um, interestingly, okay. we,
1: we are, we, We're we droning on about a car that most people are not interested yeah, in. Interestingly,
0: um, electric market, electric car market, just one small point. Uh, a lot of guys are manufacturing in China now, so Tesla has a manufacturing mm-hmm. facility mm-hmm. in China and Volkswagen have a manufacturing mm-hmm. facility in China. China's EV market is actually on it's a downturn big. now oh really yeah I it's slowing it was, it was, and it was it's very big in, yeah. in decline oh. uh, because it was oversaturation in the market and just with crap product okay okay uh, so people have been told that's true the they've been chinese and electric and the cars government is mm. cutting its uh, subsidies like hectically that strikes me as odd
1: why would they do that anyway uh, okay I don't know.
0: so ford is actually producing in mexico because mm. that was the cheapest um, mm-hmm. production facility that they could retool mm-hmm. to build the evs because that's like the biggest cost is retooling your production facility Oh okay. yeah that's an interesting point okay uh, it's being built on one, mainland u.s one last point um in america certain of the states
1: give you big subsidies if you buy an electric car. That can be up to $10,000 in some of those states, which means that your uh, $40,000 Mustang could actually cost $30,000. And this is the biggest problem with South Africa, is that there's no subsidy. And that, that's what makes electric cars so sp- spectacularly yeah, expensive tax is in South Africa. It's Yeah, it, m- it
0: makes it unrealistic. Elon actually frankly. said he's yeah. never bringing Tesla here because until, that until they change that. that um, we'll see. We'll see. Gavin, yeah, last week we touched briefly on Telcom and Cell C. I saw this morning that has actually signed a 4G roaming agreement with MTN in now.
1: Yeah. Uh, which,
0: which flies in the face of being
1: acquired by Telcom because obviously it would be much better for cell C to roam with Telcom, although I suppose Telcom doesn't have yeah, I as think, extensive a I
0: network. I think uh, the deal is. Now that Chelsea is kind of di- or splitting up their portfolio, mm-hmm. so their 4G roaming is now being done on MTN so that they can have yes. like 95% coverage without uh-huh. having the infrastructure costs. Right. Um, so they're saving money on that, and then they're rolling out their. Um, fiber and like business solutions that will probably be sold to yeah telcom. but that's a
1: tiny it barely matters but I mean t- it looks like telecom still seriously in the game to buy cell seed was just unfortunate that Chelsea decided to sign a new it wasn't actually a new agreement it was just an extension on an existing yeah. agreement with MTN so I mean that's a small blip in the scheme of things
0: together but I just want to just one more news thing mm. so Disney Plus launch not mm. coming to South Africa until 2021 mm-hmm. because of existing mm. agreements Um, licensing agreements Mm. with Netflix and Mm. multi-choice in this country Uh, a lot of other countries also around the world also being delayed by varying times because Mm -hmm. of those agreements Um, funnily enough (laughs) Mm. in smart TVs are becoming dumb TVs now because like the Chromecast isn't the right version to work with the app (sighs) so so there's two things about this. One thing, as I said, mm. everyone should just buy a normal TV and, and then get a add box. smarts with a with a, mm. with a streaming box or streaming mm. stick or whatever you want to do. Um, and then the other part of the That's equation technical, is technically, see, it's a whole extra yeah. piece of tech that people have to manage and, and this understand. is where Netflix just has the lead on everybody else, where mm. they've worked out their tech. Like you mean the app runs on everything? Yeah, the app mm. runs on everything. Um, they they, they do yeah, like backwards compatibility like all of stuff. True, true. And they started. As the g- couple of guys in Silicon Valley, as a tech company first and then a content company, whereas yeah. everybody's playing the content game now. That's, that's mm. just my take on it. So don't okay. buy smart
1: TVs. No, uh, no, 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 I, I don't think we're quite there, <laughs> but that's actually a subject of a much bigger conversation. How to make a dumb TV smart is actually a much more complex conversation, actually. Um, you probably heard by now that Telcom is no longer offering people traditional telephone lines to their homes. They're now yes. forcing everybody to go into a wireless system, I know Lindsay's been one of those people. Yes, I think. I'm
0: still waiting for the okay. technicians to call but me to <clears throat> come and install but my LTE.
1: Someone called in on the radio and posed a, an interesting problem, which is some houses have multiple handsets, yes. you know, for different parts, pod- you're upstairs, downstairs, you've got one next to your bed, you've got one in the kitchen or yeah. whatever, you get extra handsets. Now. <clears throat> apparently telcom doesn't offer you multiple accounts on your one lte router yeah so you actually have to get an entirely second number in line and sim if you want two phones in your house which obviously defeats the object Uh, and which strikes me as ridiculous because they could have um what's the system that cordless phones used internally in homes it was like a 2.4 gigahertz system um i don't understand why they can't just have more handsets attached to the same hub i think it's because it's I don't know those phones must link to that hub by 2.4 gigahertz wireless. so probably. so
0: here's my solution uh. that i think will work probably and what they'll push is uh. voice over lte so yeah
1: but how does how do you end up with multiple handsets how do you end up with one phone next to your bed and one phone in the kitchen like you, you know a regular house
0: buy an lte handset that will link to your your lte your wi-fi and you can phone over that. But getting the same number to that, I think there'll probably yeah, be a little worker. that's the problem, because there's yeah. no
1: number for LTE, voice of LTE. Yeah, yeah mm. I, I,
0: it's tied to a number. But I think I don't I don't think it's mm. as big a, uh, an issue problem. As, as we think.
1: Well, I mean, this this reader had reader listener. Uh, uh radio listener had called in to go talk It told her that if she wants to have a second handset she has to get a second sim and a whole second i number. think that
0: was more like the person on the phone in the call center okay have misle- misleading her yeah.
1: okay well it's just interesting if you've been moved to that system you might need to check into that multiple handset issue that's all
0: talking about multiple handsets gavin mm. my daughter as you know she has an android tablet mm. she's now reached an age where we can't use the Samsung kids mode for anymore because mm. it's like two kids mm. and she's becoming more sophisticated mm. in her gadget usage and we want to liberate her from mm-hmm. all of this. Okay. i about it briefly okay. last week. So we're using the Google Family Link mm. um, app, which allows me to control, to connect a companion app on her device and link it to my Google account and I can control pretty much everything. Which came down to Sunday morning, mm. <laughs> she was up at like my kids wake up early but this mm-hmm. was like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. like 5 30 her tablet was still in her room mm-hmm. i heard her go to the bathroom and then mm-hmm. i knew you were gonna switch your tablet on your tablet yeah, on and okay. you're gonna try and like watch youtube or something okay and then i just went on to the family link app okay and i locked the device remotely really <laughs> hey <laughs> Okay. And then she came storming into the room uh-huh, uh-huh. and you handed me the thing. Uh-huh. And she's
1: like, it doesn't work. Yeah, take it. Okay. So when you lock the device, what happens? That you can't you can't wake the device at all or uh, something. You can, you can work, you can power
0: it up, but you get greeted with like this purple screen uh-huh. to say that someone or like your parent has uh-huh. Okay. It, it says like a cute message like take time to take a break. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then like in small print, it's like your parent has locked this device. <laughs> Take
1: tablet, (laughs) fling against wall. (laughs) Okay. Um, 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 Okay. So tell us two other things this app can do. Can Uh, you can you uh, load time into the system? Time that runs out, or is it really just an? Yes. So so
0: you can set like a, a daily limit. You can set In a time, yeah. You can set the bedtime, okay. Okay, so between I set hers from nine until 7, seven 30, right. Like Okay, right, good, good. Days. right. Um, so then you can't access the device, okay. Between that, and All then right. you can set time limits per day, okay. So she's so like on two credits. and a half hours, right? Credits, yeah, like okay. per day on ah. the weekend, and like one hour on the so weekend. you can do both of those, yeah. You Ex- can do both of those, you can monitor which apps are on there now, how the, they've been using the apps but these are only other android powered devices yes mm. yes
1: okay yes yeah, so tricky because d- of course if they had a pc you'd have a different problem and yeah so so, so i oh. found
0: in the windows thing you can download the windows skin uh, the name just went out okay, my head now. okay okay so there's okay. like a there's a microsoft launcher right microsoft okay. launcher onto an android device that will grant you the same powers from but, like, in Windows, it's hidden in, like, the settings. Okay. So there's parental controls things that you can then mm. set through. So it was originally... You mean,
1: so, so this app that you're talking about yeah. gives you control of the Windows devices on your Android device? Yes.
0: Oh, I see. No, right. no. You'll still have to control from a Windows device. Right. But the launcher, if you download it onto an Android device, mm. it then turns it into kind of like a Microsoft family... What Microsoft call it? A family something family network okay okay yeah, so if that account is in your family network you yes. then have control over the target device so it was originally devised mm. for parents to have control over their kids Xbox. windows Net- oh, yeah. okay right okay and then they expanded it to windows devices windows like all Microsoft uh-huh, devices okay so a Windows laptop you can do it the same way so if your kid has a Windows laptop yes you can go into I forget now, I need to get back in front of my PC uh to see exactly where it is, but in the settings there is some parental control thing and then, or the family network, Yes, you go to family network and then you can click on whatever person Uh, and then you can have certain controls controls over over that person's connected devices. But the the part where these all fall down is for you to have control over the Chrome browser or the YouTube app um, via Google Family Mm. Link, the person must be signed into their oh, uh, account. the account. Yes. So
1: if they're not signed in, they can use it anonymously yes. and it will work. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. So it actually targets the individual yep. rather than the app. Yeah, it, okay. it targets the account. So okay. then there's
0: like all sorts of ways around it. Obviously, sure. Apple has this baked in from the beginning. Okay, will tell us the Apple version. Apple, if you buy a new device you can for your kid, you can decide to, to uh, set it up as a, as a family device or as a kid's device. Right. And then that will link to your Apple ID. Like I had to create right, yes. an Apple ID for my for daughter. For your daughter, so you're under you your
1: underage. Yeah, daughter, I yeah. think it's
0: under, I think the 13 limit is 13. Or yeah, okay. But mm-hmm. you also need a credit card to set up a proper Apple ID. I see, okay. Yeah. All and right. then you set that person in your family network as a child and then you have full control over of that their device.
1: device. Yeah. Okay. Would that, so any device she uses with that account. If yeah. If she had a MacBook using that account, yes. same applies. Yes. If she has a tablet using that yes. account, same applies, yes. phone, same applies. Yes. Okay. Yes. As long as they're logged in. In that account. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So
0: then you can monitor app usage. Um, you can set, obviously, in Safari, mm. you can set which websites they allowed to visit, okay. or you can. Set age restrictions on various things right yeah okay. so anything that runs through at apple id you can control
1: can you do the same giving them time credits they yes. can use two yes. and a half yes. hours yes, a day you can do and that. you can set switch on and switch off yes. times okay yes right so okay so, so to recap uh the android app is called what to control android devices google family link google family link you can control all the android devices in your home yeah you can set time credits for them to use up and you can send switch on and switch yeah. off times you can probably control apps as well but only if they're logged in under yeah. as themselves on that device yes
0: so the nice okay. thing <laughs> is on, on android devices you can have multiple profiles yeah so like two people can use the same tablet same device and, and one and will
1: get locked up and not the yeah. other yeah okay, so right. you're controlling the profile right. and not like okay. the
0: actual device yeah
1: okay um so that's the android version there's a windows version which is a little more clunky yeah, it's so in windows, microsoft in family, family, family network yeah, yeah. yeah. You can control all the Windows devices in your house. You think there might be a way to also control the Google devices from Windows. So an Android, if your
0: kid has an Android phone or something, you can download the Microsoft launcher. Right. And then have that sort of control over the Android environment. From a
1: Windows device, you can control your Android devices. And then the last one is Apple where
0: you can. So Apple assumes that one person, one Apple device. Yeah. So there's okay. no like sharing profiles on iPad, right. so if your kid has an iPad, you bought it for that kid and right. you can set it up as your kid's right. so, thing and so, tie that Apple ID to it. So yours. you're
1: the miners in your house, their accounts can be added into the family group yes. as miners yes. and that will automatically give you control yes. over their devices, right,
0: okay. And their purchases and their app usage right. and all those things, yeah.
1: Okay, so that's a little snapshot, obviously it's a little more sophisticated than that. Um, These are using native apps that are freely available. They yes. are... Uh, yes we're all good thank you um there are other apps like for example a which is known yeah. as an antivirus but actually it's turned into a much bigger deal than that that will also control all the devices in your home it'll also do security it'll also do financial transaction checking all those kind of things and there you buy one license and roll it out to all the devices in your house does the same thing more convenient because it's a single thing There are other products from Kaspersky, for example, does the same thing. And from Symantec does the same thing. We quite like the Bitdefender one. It's by far the leading one in the world. Mm. Okay. Um, Now, um, uh, just a quick one on Fitbit. Can I talk about Fitbit? very quickly. quickly. Very quickly. Um, Fitbit and Garmin. So Fitbit owned the market. Fitbit was the generic activity tracker. They pioneered the market. They were it. Um, And everyone referred to all trackers as a Fitbit, you know, back in the day. And somehow they are now fallen to a place where they were snapped up for next to nothing by Google. Yes, $2 Um, billion. It's next to nothing for a company that pioneered an entire product category, you know. Um, And. Then I read a thing about how Garmin had succeeded Garmin just started off his GPS for cars and yeah. GPS for boats and things and like, they're like that. And then
0: they are like, hey, runners need GPS.
1: Yeah, runners need GPS. And then it was like, man maybe not all runners need GPS, but they need these other things yeah. to track their steps, and blah, need blah, blah. GPS Yeah, yeah. So I mean Garmin uh then created a hugely diverse range of products. I'm sure... It's still very confusing. Yes, it is, unfortunately, because yeah. the names
0: are there's all the, the same. There's Vivo, Vivo and Fit, and, there's, and
1: then there's Vivo...
0: And then there's Sport, Forerunner. And then
1: there's yeah, yeah, yeah. Hugely confusing. However, what it ended up happening was there was a product for almost every kind of niche user you're a kayaker, hmm, here's one for you. Yeah. You're a sea kayaker, but not a freshwater yeah. kayaker. Well, here's
0: a different one for you, you. you. You're a runner, but you don't run distance yes. races. Yes, And yes. you're a triathlete, and here's yes. a different thing yeah. for you. you. You're an activity person, but you only hike in mountains. Yeah. Here's
1: a different product for you.
0: You, you, you want to run and listen to music. Yes. But you don't want to connect a, a service to it. Yes. Yeah. Here's one for you. Yes. And there's one that you can connect. What if you I go bit. to gym, <laughs> but you don't run? Okay, here's one for you.
1: <laughs> so they ended up probably, right now, I would give Yes, Something like 30 to 35 different kinds of activity tracker pro- product, including running watches, yes. golfing watches, all the way down to and people who just walk around the that block. your point is that that was the smart play. Well, I hate when people <laughs> fragment a market like that and create all, all these little niche products. But essentially, I think Garmin just took the same core technologies and made some a little better and yeah. some a little cheaper. And in that way, it dominated the whole market. Importantly, I think market.
0: they improved their app. Yeah. the app i i was on That's garmin for a long always time always had going
1: for it was a great app yeah. and now the garmin and app is social, up and yeah. passed them yeah
0: but I, I think also like the social side was always because you needed people to be on the same devices that yeah. you are. so when the running clubs like your base device used to be the four under 625 uh-huh. then it was the four runner 635 yeah, and yeah. Then it was four runner 645 yeah. and now like now you join the running club like everybody yeah has a the, the base freaking yeah, running yeah, yeah. garment and that's yeah, what yeah. you get and then you have all your friends there. yeah, yeah. Um, so Fitbit always had the great experience and you could have like challenges against your friends and all yeah, that yeah, yeah. and then Apple released the Apple Watch yes. and all of the affluent uh, yeah, yeah. fitness focused like casual fitness users all moved to the Apple Watch yes. and then Fitbit just was like left floundering. floundering yeah. And that's yeah, why I yeah. think like Google snapped them up now to buy yes. up all that sort of brand Yeah, uh, Yes, I mean Fitbit equity. still makes
1: great product, but yeah. you can see where it shows it age. The weird thing is it looks fantastic, but actually the tech is still the same basic tech they've yeah. had since the beginning. Although their heart
0: rate monitor has improved a little bit. Yeah, but
1: I mean they've had uh, so like the, 10 plus years to improve yeah, the, it. Yeah, the, the first Beat
0: module is, is very good. What, what lets me down
1: with Fitbit is the apps available in there. Oh, the yeah. Ecosystem Not are dreadful. Yeah, oh, yeah. And common got much better range of apps. Okay, but we're off topic. Yeah. Moving on.
0: Cool, gavin uh, Talking about the home. Do Everyone needs a printer, man. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody man. needs a printer. So our take treasure for this week is printers. Later yeah. printers. I believe that your printer should be wireless.
1: I, I remember <laughs> with the internet and then with the cloud, people constantly forecasting how we'd stop printing stuff. You know, now we have the internet, we can all just read these emails and Dude, we don't have to
0: print things up. We don't have to I just went through school applications yeah. for 2021.
1: <laughs> it's amazing how much <laughs> stuff we still print, man. Jeez.
0: And the one school <laughs> only takes hard copy. Jeez, yeah. you got, so got, got to know. you got to know how many different ways can get they smell your certified. surname wrong? So yeah. I found the HP DeskJet, 2630 so 2630 three in one multi-function wi-fi inkjet printer we can get into a debate about inkjet versus um, yeah, laser laser but i don't care right now mm. 650 rand on take lot right now usual price is 700 rand so 50 rand discount for i don't know for how long oh, sorry how much is that 650
1: rand yeah but now this is obviously one of those printers where when it comes time to replace the ink you're going to throw the whole printer away and buy another one no you just buy the ink no you don't because the ink you know the
0: ink's going to cost 1200 yes rand. yes okay. it, it so, is that that's the problem okay. with printers yeah yeah
1: so people moan about the price of the ink but what you have to understand is, is no you're not actually paying for the ink there's a huge amount of technology that goes into the print head yeah that's the thing that contains all the ink there's yeah. actually huge amounts of other technology in there micro circuits a lot of chips that control the Flow of the ink, the shape and size of the dots that are spraying out, yeah. which is where all the technology is—the the whirring gears and things inside the printer is all like mechanical stuff. Yeah. The intelligence is not in the body. Of and The those, printer. those the intelligence is in those microelectronics mm. also
0: get compromised with the heat exposure that yeah. it's part of the printing process. You yeah. need to heat up the ink so that it can do a certain and thing. That's why it's you can people refill them, but they yeah. do get
1: bugged up. Yeah, okay? they do
0: get bugged up over time. Um, so,
1: so so I mean the the printing shell you're paying for is neither here nor there. But you I believe.
0: That the printing shell should connect to the internet wirelessly, obviously, so you obviously. can print from anywhere. So, this can especially you can do, from your phone, it's great to print you connect from your phone, man. Wi Fi, and yeah. it's just it's magic, it's magic. And, and the best and thing is no cables
1: around the house, so now all your devices can print to the thing because you don't have to run cables to them, yeah, exactly. No <laughs> um, sure one, Gavin. So I do believe in wireless printing, especially because it brings the phone into the mix and the phone is of course where all the photos are. So um, I'm a big fan of the refillable ink tanks. Now these printers do cost a bit more, but uh, the economy is actually spectacular. You usually get a set of ink bottles with the printer, uh, four colors usually, some are much more. Uh, You get like six or eight colors, but really you want to get your base four colors. You take these bottles, you squirt all the ink out the bottles into the ink tanks inside the printer and this is by far the cheapest way to service the printer they're buying the ink in bottles is extremely cheap and they have a, a print head that doesn't wear out so all you're doing is replacing the ink each time not the whole print head like you would on Lindsay's printer so um, both Canon and Epson make great refillable ink tank printers in fact everyone makes refillable ink tank t- printers my best experiences have been with Canon and Epson I'm looking at the Canon PIXMA G1411 ink tank printer PIXMA normally is synonymous with good photo printing so the Canon PIXMA G1411 is 2000 Rand on take a lot and that's with refillable ink tanks uh, that obviously comes with a set of ink um, probably slightly better uh, would be the Epson Eco Tank ITSL3050 um, this is a Wi-Fi printer it's 2800 Rand also with refillable ink tanks um, and i think i how am i going to say this the epson printing technology i just believe is superior both of these are going to produce very reasonable photo results the epson slightly better i would say than the canon and um it costs a little bit more both these printers oh no they're not only the epson is a three-in-one the canon is a printer only it's a lot smaller footprint so it fits better into your house um
0: that's about it for me cool um gavin at the moment i am testing the lenovo legion y740 gaming laptop it's my Mm. first taste of intel um nvidia's ray tracing technology Mm. so rtx RTX. uh, graphics Mm. um yeah it's it's going well found out there's a lot of legacy games Uh. that are getting updated with rtx so that's gonna be pretty fun Uh, my ipad mini using it as my primary Mm. computer that's going great that video will be live uh, next week, Ahlens oh, is <laughs> loving his iPad Mini. I mean, it's amazing. This
1: this iPad Mini, he has shrunk his entire workstation down to something like a pay, it's about as big as a paperback novel yeah. and about a third as thin as a paperback novel. If you add the keyboard, he's basically, his entire workstation is the size of a paperback novel, yeah. basically, and which it's is amazing. Powerful. it's quite powerful. Yeah. I can and connect the screen, it to a major I have display. to concede,
0: is beautiful. And I can connect it to a bigger display, which is important. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the, all that is, and more, there's a Mustang Mach-E story yeah. up right okay. now. I put, oh, put I it see, up I didn't know you'd actually cover that, that up. On I'm that opinion guy on YouTube sharpshooters on social media s-h-a-r-p-s-c-h-u-t-t-e-r-s Gavin, what's happening in your side?
1: Uh, our next edition of the magazine coming out shortly it has our techno quiz in which i've told you about once before where you can actually win a google home hub that's the top end uh, personal smart home speaker assistant thing for your home um you can win that by if you take our our techno quiz which is in the, the issue that's coming out but there's another story in there about a guy who basically built six rocket engines into a device that he straps onto his arms and he can fly like Iron Man. It produces okay, over yeah. a thousand horsepower, over a thousand horsepower worth of jet engines spraying out of your hands. You it don't want to like rub sound your sound eye safe. or something while you're flying. It's just like a recipe for disaster. But it's amazing what he's achieved and how he's evolved these engines over time. It uses more petrol than a Bugatti Veyron, apparently, to fly around. Cool, (laughs) but that's us for the week. That's it. Over and out. Bye.